Sound check. Sound check. One, two. Say what you want to say and let the words fall out. <laughs> All right, let's see if that worked for the Woody Witch Podcast. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Witty Bitch Podcast. We're covering Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Shipwrecked. That's the name of the episode. I'm still deciding. I don't know. I really had to fight the urge to open my episode with either that Lonely Island song, I'm on a boat. Or Boats and Hoes from Step Brothers. And I'm going to do one of the two. And I know that's, I know it's obnoxious, but I can't help it because they're on a boat. And it's, it's no boat ride from hell from New York. That's forever, forever in my heart, the most iconic of the housewives boat rides. And I'm so glad everyone was okay. Do you all, do, do you remember that, that? I believe that the title of the episode itself is Boat Ride from Hell, but it's when Tinsley takes them down to like Columbia. And I think that's also the infamous trip where like that's where Dorinda's going off on Luann. Luann goes, she's starting. (laughs) A lot. God, New York. They bring it so hard. And speaking of New York, just while we're making some small talk uh, before we get into the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills shipwrecked, a.k.a. Much Ado About Nothing. We're doing a whole lot of nothing on Bev Hills, which is par for the course. So it makes sense. But with New York, there are so many brand new rumors circling. Because I would think that you all know, but if not, there's Peacock is doing a lot of Housewives content. I'm almost like, is Bravo just going to jump ship completely? and, And I'll only be able to access the show's through Peacock, in which case I'll be like, sign me up. You have my number. Like, <laughs> I have no choice. Take my money, Bravo. But like they have, they did Housewives of Miami on there. There's been quite a few other shows, but Ultimate Girls Trip, that just came out this week as well. I've only seen here and there some of the clips circulating, but that's season two that takes place at Bluestone Manor. My queen, Dorinda. Uh, I really want to watch that. I'm going to figure out a way to do it. I know they released the first three episodes, I believe on Wednesday of this week. So I'll get into that. I don't know if I'll get into it on this podcast, but I'm going to, I'm trying to get in. Like, I'm going to work my way in. (laughs) And and if I have access, I will be getting into it on the podcast because it has this housewives has everyone. 
to quote Stefan from Weekend Update. <laughs> if you want, <laughs> I can't even do it. If you want house rules, a fish room, Brandy Glanville's fillers, Taylor, the fact that Kennedy is now 15 years old, and a whole lot of other breakdowns and existential crises, then you're in the right place. And surprise, who is that? Jill Zarin, showing up late. <laughs> I love that they always pull in Jill Zarin as a, hi, like she just comes out of nowhere. But I, I have also heard rumors of, because as we know, uh, Roni last year was a train wreck of a show. And a lot of people have, you know, want certain cast members and by certain I mean Ramona <laughs> fired uh, but I just think Ramona is pivotal I think she needs to be there I'm not saying I agree with what she does I've I've said this for a long time in in various forms but I think like look we're not watching we're not watching <laughs> we're not watching reality tv to find out like I'm not saying these people are pillars of morals or ethics or what should be done i just think bad people make good tv and sometimes i i i think ramona doesn't i think it's ramona's world and everyone just lives in it and she oh wait no she was the one that told bethany you don't support other women (laughs) but i had so i heard a rumor and i hope this is true or i guess it was more of a blind item than a rumor but that everyone from season one of New York is in talks to do something they're calling, like, Roni, the legacy season. But Bethany, who you know runs a lot of it, skinny girl Bethany, Bethany's skinny girl Frankel, Bethany does not support other women, Frankel, uh, is like, I refuse to do it if in the blind item, they said if KKB, but so that would be Kelly, Kaloran, Ben Simone, if she comes back, Kelly, Jellybean, Ben Simone, and they also said that they would struggle to get Alex McCord on because Alex of Alex and Simon fame now lives in um, Australia. So I just I worry that it wouldn't be the season. Like if I don't get, I guess Kelly I could do without, but. Alex McCord, like Alex and Simon, I was dabbling in a rewatch of season one, just a few episodes. And back when that came out, I was so young and I just remember feeling like unsettled with the Alex and Simon stuff. But the more I watch it, like watching it as an adult, and I can't believe how long I've been watching Bravo for. But the scenes, one, I, the, comedic aspect is amazing and Alex has given us so much or she gave us so much as did Simon are you kidding so I just think if they're gonna truly do a legacy season which it's still just rumors you never know but if they do I'm like go to Australia like (laughs) go Dan and I don't care I don't care which way you have to get your toilet to flush to get Alex McCord back on my TV but I want her back on if if that legacy season rumor is true. I would love to watch that. But only if you're going to do it, do it right. Oh, well, there's my phone. 
She is nothing if not a professional. But what other Bravo rumors? Sorry, I've had... Total side note. I've had that song Brave, the Sarah Bareilles one. I'll play it. I'm not going to sing it. I'll save you all that. (laughs) But it's been stuck in my head all week because earlier this week I went and got an iced coffee. I won't say from where, but some L.A. coffee shop. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to get an iced coffee today. And if, if, well, I got a decaf because we know I can't be, I'm like a little gremlin. Don't, don't feed this one caffeine because it's a disaster. (laughs) But when I ordered, they're like, oh, and um, what would you like with it? And I was like, just iced coffee, you know, like, and they're like, no, no, no. We mean like. We have almond milk, cashew milk, oat milk, soy milk, skim. And I was like, oh, just half and half. And I kid you all not, the the girl behind me in line, because I was like, oh, half and half. <laughs> and the girl behind me in line just went, brave. <laughs> I guess because of the, I guess the half and half. The calories or the dairy. <laughs> and I think it was kind of meant to be a dig or maybe just a mindless, like it just Maybe it was a, for like it just popped out, <laughs> but it made me giggle. But then, all week I've just been like every time I have my coffee, because I will tell you I've been going through. I'm in a really big half and half phase right now. I was doing just milk and sugar because I was like, what's the difference? And then, I don't know what I got up to a couple weeks ago. I just got. I got a little crazy over at the Trader Joe's and I was like, I'm going to get one of the, like, you know, just the little cute half and half. And I was like, I bet that, you know, let's see if it really ups the ante. And it does. So big news, guys. Big things going on here. (laughs) I'm in a full half and half phase. Like, like we're going to look back one day and we'll be like, oh, that was Allison's half and half era. Which would honestly be better than the Beverly Hills era that we're going through right now. And okay, let's see. I have to scroll up in my notes. I had to take notes. Someone has to. But um, so, yeah, we're. Oh, I noticed. OK, so the episode starts out. The phone is still going off. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you all technology wise, I have been having. I've been having quite a time, which is why I've uh, I'm sorry that I've been missing for the past couple weeks in this podcast. But technology, I'm not going to complain because there is so much worse that could be going on. But just it's like every single thing I have is like slowly breaking. Like if you just look through my. Like every gadget, every thing, every account I have, it's like, it, it would be like reading Lemony Snicket's series of unfortunate events. <laughs> That's what that is. But so I noticed that Sutton is doing the previously on the Real Housewives, <laughs> previously on Crystal's ugly leather pants. But it's always a big deal if, you know, if you're, if you're the one reading the previously, because like that's. That's a Teresa Giudice thing. That's a Lisa Vanderpump used to do the previously, previously, on Vanderpump Rules. But I was just like, that's my girl. That's Sutton. She's doing the thing. And there was some drama this week that I think we need to address. So just off-screen drama. 
Diana. Diana. Dirty Diana. You've already, you had let me down already. Because let's see, so she's a brand new cast member. She's insanely rich. She had, I guess, this very famous divorce where she had, I think she was given like $260 million. And her backstory is very kind of uh, cloudy. And she refuses to discuss it. But there's this giant rumor that this coffee table book that she made called Room 23 was actually secretly a catalog for, quote, yachting, which is a code word if you go into, like, the world of blind items. And there are plenty of podcasts or just, I'm sure, Reddit threads that explain it much better. But yachting, being a yacht girl, is like, it's like, oh, you're spending time with these very rich men for a week on a yacht and... Whatever takes place, takes place, I guess. It seems to be a very murky world. and that, But, like, even actresses have done it for movie roles, allegedly, all allegedly. So important to say, allegedly, with blind items. But clearly, I think that was a big part of the hiring of her, and she just refuses to discuss that at all. She, Frankly, Diana refuses to give us anything as a housewife. I'm like, you know... I, excuse my language, but shit or get off the pot. You know, it's like you're either here or you're not because you're not really here. But then she had a very racist incident on Instagram this week, which was completely not okay. So just Diana, I was already not happy with you, but now you lost me. And I think this is going to be a one season. Like we don't, it's going to be a full Mariah Carey. I don't know her in a year or two. Diana's a flop. Flop era. I'm in my half and half era. Diana's in her flop era. Also, if there is any truth to that insane coffee table book theory, seriously Google it because it's it's such a like long and uh, there's so many different pieces of it that if I tried to con- explain it, I already talk basically essentially like essentially in hyperboles like it's just a constant run-on sentence with me so if I tried to explain it I think that would be a whole other hour-long podcast in and of itself but if there's any truth to that I was like girl like you have been running these like high level like crime schemes for decades now and then you just come on housewives and just mess it all up immediately like do people that are committing crimes and then go on housewives or any bravo show are they not aware that the bravo audience like we are some of the most what would the right word be i aggressive but not in a like oh i'll get violent but like we will research the hell out of it like i used to always joke with a friend of mine i'm like if i ever go missing or whatever i like obviously alert the police but alert the bravo audience first because they will find (laughs) They will find everything like they will. The people that watch Bravo, Bravo fans are fans like no other. Like we will like the. It's just I don't know. We'll go into the woodwork like we'll we'll just get it done. So I was like, well, Diana, you just blew your whole life up. And then and then, of course, we have Lisa Renna, Lisa Renna doing on because this last Sunday was Father's Day. 
Um, happy Father's Day to all the... I know I have a big... <laughs> I know fathers are my main demographic for this podcast. <laughs> so happy Father's Day to all my... F- to all my bravo daddies out there listening to Witty Bitch. <laughs> but so Rena, of course, had a thousand Harry Hamlin posts because she wanted to talk about the husband. But then she uh, she got into it. Crystal posted a picture of her puppy and was like, I love, you know, I guess I think her name, the puppy's name is Boba or something. But she was like, the love for Boba is really real. Like a cute, a, a a caption you would put on an Instagram picture of your cute dog. And Kathy Hilton wrote, so sweet, or something like that with a heart emoji. And then Lisa Renna just like went in full sweep. And it was like Sunday evening at like, it was like midnight. It was late. I was like, why am I even awake and on Instagram right now? But she went, oh, hey, Kathy. Um, and I'm, I'm like paraphrasing this. Like, uh, hey, Kathy, remember, I just remembered this, like, just came to my mind right now. But remember when you first joined the show and you called me up and I and you said, you know, that that stuff that Kim said about Harry was all just made up and a lie. And I said, I know, Kathy, I know. Just popped in my head. Anyways, bye. And what she's referring to is the most iconic scene ever. Uh, Queen Kim Richards in Amsterdam with the let's talk about the husband. Let's talk about what you don't want out in the don't you ever. Like when Lisa Renna breaks a glass and full blown tries to strangle her. <laughs> and, and Eileen Davidson, which I miss Eileen so much on the show. But when she goes, because <gasps> like Kim's like, oh, blah, 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 you beast. And Eileen goes, <gasps> beast, <laughs> you beast, beast, me. <laughs> Bring Eileen back. Bring that back. Okay, well, now we can finally get into the episode itself. Oh, no, one more thing. <laughs> the hyperboles, the run-on sentences, they don't stop. I can't stop, won't stop. But um, living where I live, there's billboards all over. That's fine. But I was at a red light the other day and looked up and very close to where I live, like a little too close, but just a giant Rena Beauty Rena Beauty billboard, and I went into a full, like, I heard the music from Kill Bill in my head, like the, <laughs> like, I had to go into a state of just, no, I, like, I just, like, had, like, <laughs> I was, like, hands on the wheel, 10 and 2, just look forward, don't look back up at that sign, but only Delilah's in it, modeling, so it's, her, she has her daughter Delilah, but not the other one, and I feel bad for saying the other one. The brunette one, I, I, I don't feel like looking up her name right now. And all of my, like I told you, my technology stuff, not working great. So, but yeah, so that's that. Yeesh. Okay, so we cut back to, I guess, where we're still on the trip. All the ladies are down in Mexico enjoying their trip. They're having a nightcap. And Erica shenanigans is... She's still on that ridiculous shirt that's gotten a lot of heat. Um, I, I think especially because she has a glam squad. So it's like, what did you need the glam squad for with the... It's just like a flowy, kind of like a colorful shirt. It has like a V pattern on it. It looks very 1980s tennis player. And I like it, but I was like, what is this? It's not... 
I don't know that I love it on her, but I realized, I was like, where do I know this from? Like, I know this. And it's from, uh, there's a new commercial with Martha Stewart. I forget what she's promoting, because what isn't she promoting? Martha is killing it. Martha Stewart, killing the game. But it's the Martha Stewart shirt in that one commercial. And I was like, oh, Erica's wearing the Martha Stewart shirt. And speaking of Martha Stewart, uh, I meant to have this podcast out way earlier today, but I uh, it was brought to my attention that Martha Stewart now has a podcast that she just let out the first episode of, and it's with Snoop. And truly listening to that was pure joy. Pure joy. Like, had to be like, hey, guys, have to cancel my plans today. Going to go write fanfic about Snoop and Martha, which is <laughs> <Just> what I do. <laughs> it's what I do every day. Just kidding. But it's what I joke that I'm going to do every day. <laughs> but killing it. I couldn't. Honestly, I should be promoting my own podcast. But I'm just going to say right now, I think it's like a 35. She does like a shorter, more concise episode. But it's like 35, 39 minutes. Martha Martha Stewart and Snoop. And just just a good conversation between two dear friends that happened to be very successful. And it was just, it brought me, it truly just brought me joy. It was, I was just like, this is a nice listen. I liked it. So yeah, highly recommend, literally turn, turn witty bitch off right now and turn Martha Stewart on. <laughs> witty bitch out, Martha Stewart in. Although there was a moment when she was like, oh, I'm sure late to the crypto game. And I was like, maybe that's a good thing given the past. But yeah, so they're, they're all having their nightcap, or not all of them. It's I, at this point, this, I'm going to say, let's. Let's be frank. This episode is just a series of different nightcaps and drinking shenanigans and all of that stuff. But so then I think we're at dinner. I don't, I don't know. But it's after, or I think, no, this is during the nightcap. But Erica asking Sutton if her ex has been remarried yet, because Sutton's ex is very successful. And I was like, Erica, (laughs) that's, come on. That's crass. Like, because she asked it in a way that was like, I'll marry him. Like, I'll marry her. She, Erica does a lot of, through this episode, you will see that she's doing a lot of like, so what's your husband doing? What's he up to? What's your ex up to? What's, Crystal, if uh, if there was going to be a threesome, if I just showed up with my pussy, with Rob, you in? Are you out? And it's like, what are you talking about, Erica? You're insane. You're insane. And then Kyle discusses like her ex-husband, who I'd actually had never seen. I didn't know of that. Um, but it's good that they're all friends. He and Maurice are friends. Mauricio, Maurice, Mauricio, who is they just announced that he's getting a show. It's like buying Beverly Hills or something. Sounds very sunset, selling sunset adjacent, but I'll watch it. I'll give it a chance. Good for Mauricio. And I believe Farah and Alexis will be in that too. But I was like, I'd watch. But that that news just got dropped today. Um, again, I was knee deep in the Martha Stewart Snoop Dogg interview, so I, I I can't tell you enough about it. But but I was like, good for them, good on them. I believe it's Sutton. That's it's either Sutton or Garcelle that says Erica. <laughs> I'm just gonna pretend it's Sutton because I love doing Sutton's voice. But Erica, at the end of the day, do you feel any responsibility? For what's going on because it's not over now 
I bet I think it was Garcelle because Garcelle really is. Thank God for Garcelle this season. Like, because she, she in the perfect way will take people to task, but not, it's never, like, it's never to create conflict. It's never aggressive. It's never mean. It's just like, hey, Erica, like, she's saying what we're thinking, which is like, uh, this lawsuit that you're in the middle of. Oh, boy. Phone call. Quick pause. Okay, and I'm back. <laughs> Was that brave? <laughs> Was that brave of me to take that phone call and say what I want to say? <laughs> like Sarah Bareilles? Just kidding. I feel like this... <laughs> For a return episode, this it's, I know it's all over the place, mostly because ultimately this episode, we truly do. It's like, okay, they get a nightcap, then they get up to go on the boat in the morning, which is about kind of where we're at, get drunk on the boat all day, then have to go get ready, FaceTime each other in their rooms while they're doing makeup, which I miss the days of, I don't know, I miss, I keep, maybe I'm just really... <laughs> I'm in a real Roni mood tonight as I record, but just like, like of Sonia and Ramona getting ready together and being completely wild on vacations and like, but just doing each other's hair and all that stuff after a, after a, a day on the boat or whatever they did. But so, yeah, I had left off with, so they were like, Hey, this, this lawsuit, it's not, you know, it's not done. Like, do you feel any responsibility? And and Erica's response is, let's see, what is what is crazy, crazy old Maurice? That's what I think of when I think of Erica this season. It's, crazy old Maurice is from it's a line from Beauty and the Beast about Belle's father. Crazy old Maurice, eh? It's, I'm always thinking crazy old Erica. What's what's she up to this time? But she said, well, you know what? I actually, no, I don't feel bad. Because does a doctor's wife think about the doctor's patients? <laughs> and I was like, uh, I think if my husband were a doctor and regularly killing and or stealing hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not millions of dollars from those patients, and those patients happen to be orphans and widows and victims, I think I would care as the doctor's wife. I think I would care. But uh, I think to everyone, everyone was a little flabbergasted at that response. And Sutton just very southernly went, well, you know, that is an interesting point. That point is too interesting as, as Crystal's pants are to being ugly and leather. But it was, I was just like, Erica's not well. Like, we've known that, but I was just like, good Lord. So, yeah, they, but yeah, in the morning on their way to this boat, we are greeted with a already basically fall down drunk Erica Jane. Crazy old Erica. And she's like, well, I don't know about you all, but I have my two, what'd she say? Two antidepressants, extended release Xanax, and three margaritas. And like stumbles into the into the whatever, the the van, the sprinter van, which 
I feel like Sprinter Vans have become the the newest cast member of every Housewives franchise. Like we, there's always a Sprinter Van. But I, I'm gonna be honest. I was a little surprised, and I think it was a little unsettling that they were so. Everyone was very blasé about the very intense mixing of pills and drinking that Erica was doing. And a lot of it did seem very performative. And maybe that's why it was kind of like, okay. Like, she's doing, like, it was very, like, that person that's, like, I don't know. When someone's like, I just had my first beer. I'm so lit. Because, like, the whole, the whole trip then, she's like, I'm lit, bitches. That's me, Erica Jane. Woo! (laughs) At one point, she just screams out to no seemingly no one in <laughs> apropos of nothing just goes well i don't need celine dion to sing my swan song and it's like okay crazy what? <laughs> like you were having a conversation with no one we didn't bring up a swan song and we did not bring up celine dion and i don't think she'd be singing yours but okay but yeah uh, she just keeps going, well, betches, I'm lit. <laughs> and like goes downstairs immediately. Well, she's like, here we go. Like, <laughs> like she's just like, they get onto the boat that she almost like falls getting onto the boat. And then she like sees a, a random couch or love seat. It looks fine. It looks, I would call it, I mean, I, I know boats are boats. So what can you really do furniture wise? I, I don't I don't really know how that works. Uh, the most I know about boats is like below deck and then like a weird date that I went on with a guy that was into sailing when I was like 23 years old or 24. Doesn't matter. Neither here nor there. But that's <laughs> that's as far as my nautical knowledge goes. <laughs> but like. So, yeah, it just it looks like what I would call a therapy couch. And if you've ever gone to therapy, I think you know what I mean. It's like that kind of, it's a very like, more of like a stiff couch. But she's like, well, I found my landing spot. She says it to Diana. Like, well, here it is, my landing spot. And I think she like goes for a high five and just no one gives her the high five. But it's like, good, lay down. And then she goes below deck, no pun intended, to actually take her nap. And the ladies are upstairs. And the weirdest part was they're having, like, a conversation that, like, the editors keep cutting back and forth to Erica just truly, like, stream of consciousness, just monologuing on the couch, like, below deck, like, resting, which I will say this. She needed a nap. (laughs) Like, so it's good on you. Let her have her nap. Let crazy old Maurice have the nap. (laughs) It's at the Maison de Lune. If you're familiar with the Broadway version of Beauty and the Beast. And I really just showed my nerdiness there, but that's okay. Yeah, at one point, she, but so it's cutting up to like the ladies having this fun, like kind of like boat day lunch or like snacks and all that stuff. And there's a beautiful spread as there always is on these shows. And then, but then cuts back down to Erica doing her, what it like mean, like, well, I had a boat. Tom and I had a boat. It was called the Illegal, and we parked it down in the marina, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, um, <laughs> if I was her lawyer, I would be <laughs> just hitting my head into a wall. But, like, Erica, is someone watching, like, and writing that down? Because she's like, well, we had a boat. But you had a boat called the Illegal? <laughs> That's insane. 
but it cuts back upstairs to Kyle Richards going, you know what, guys? It's like, I like seeing Erica like this. She just seems lighter, more fun, and easy breezy today. She's just fun. And I was like, no, she's high out of her mind on pills and drunk, and it's dangerous to mix those. And it was just weird to see it be so, like, ah, la-di-da. Like, it's very, very whatever. Because in the wrong situation, and look, no one's happy with what Erica has done and how she's responded to this horrible crime that uh, or crimes that were committed by Tom who was you know there <laughs> what's that old monologue from last season someone broke into the house and Tom addressed the burglars and then they blah 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 and then the cataracts in his eyes blew up and it was snowing rolled his car three times flipped it five more times <laughs> broke both of his legs not that so yeah Andy I'm a little stressed out but regardless of not being happy with someone and their choices you don't want to see someone be playing with I don't know just recklessly playing with like drugs and alcohol that way like I hope that that's it seemed very performative and I don't know what I don't know if she thinks that this is like her fun new shtick I don't know if she didn't get to get the Roxy heart out of herself with those performances that got canceled they got canceled due to COVID (laughs) but performance or not that was to me I was like this feels very not okay that it's it's it was very blasé, if anything, like being celebrated. And I was like, we need to calm down on that because that could be very dangerous. <laughs> oh, yeah, I wrote her exact quote. <laughs> you know, I used to have a boat. It was called the Illegal. It was very cool. We would keep it in the palms and like fish. <laughs> we would and like fish, like fish. Uh, but yeah, she's totally laid out. And oh, the other good part, though, I will say, you know what? At least she's giving good TV. She, she is giving us everything. So PSA, hey, kids, if there's kids out there, I know my big fan base is the the Bravo Father's Day family and children, which and by that, I mean, I know that my listeners are not Bravo Father's Day family or children. But just PSA, don't mix those things. That's not cool. This is not euphoria, Erica. This is Beverly Hills. So get with it. But she does go on a different stream of consciousness rant. And she's like, well, I just want to live here now. And this is going to be it. And you can serve me chocolate chip cookies for breakfast. For lunch, I would like a salad. And dinner, a protein. And that's it. But then she rallies. Um... I guess because of Kyle's miraculous Coca-Cola. Because <laughs> Kyle keeps going downstairs to check on her. And is like, well, here, ha- no, here, have this Coca-Cola. And like, she's just like, have the Coke. And I'm like, is this what? Like, maybe because I know Kyle was a child actress um, in, in the movie Halloween. <laughs> and, and was she also an escape to Witch Mountain? Maybe. But it almost seemed like, I was like, is this what they used to give kids to like perk up? You know, like like the sugar and the caffeine from a Coca-Cola. But so she keeps being like, Erica, get up, get have the Coke, blah, blah, blah. But so Erica finally does get up, and but like goes upstairs and like sees them. It's like, there she is. It's me. Hi, everyone. Like scream, and they're like, hey, Erica. And she goes, I'm fine. I'm just drunk. Drank a bunch of liquor. Took a bunch of medications. And again, I was just my... <laughs> 
My note was just, I feel like we're being real chill about the mixing of pills and booze here, and we're playing it a little too fast and loose. And then upon watching Erica eat, I was like, Erica's giving me full Ashley from Below Deck drunk eating pasta vibes. Like, and I don't know if you all watched Below Deck this season. That, it was... Below Deck Sailing Yacht, I should specify, because there's about 45 different Below Deck franchises. But that girl, Ashley, who <laughs> was a monster all season, but had just an iconic scene of drunk eating pasta in a way that I've never seen. I mean, hey, when you're drunk, you do want pasta. I don't blame her for that, but just I've never seen just someone unabashedly the way in which she ate that pasta i would urge anyone to just google below deck sailing ashley pasta scene because it's a wild ride but erica was giving me those those vibes i was like well we're doing that now and it was making me crave i've always said it would be so interesting i think we got close to it but like a below deck housewives crossover i do believe that cynthia bailey was once on below deck as a guest and I could maybe I'm making that up in my head but I I swear I think that Cynthia Bailey of Atlanta fame of Real Housewives of Atlanta fame pretty sure but yeah and then so but yeah Erica then after her pasta (laughs) after she's she had a carbo load for more of her craziness to ensue (laughs) gotta get that energy you know keep, keep the energy carbo load for it that's when she's like so, Crystal, what if, hey, the pussy's just here. What, would you have a threesome with Rob? Threesome with this? Any, anyone? Threesome? <laughs> and then someone, I don't know which of the housewives did this, but they put on Expensive, Erica's song. That <laughs> I should cut to that. I cannot. My voice is so shot. <laughs> I'm not going to sing it, but, but I love something going, I cannot celebrate this song <laughs> to herself quietly. And then as the women are like fighting or doing whatever, Diana, because Diana is so much better than everyone else, uh, is like I'm. she jumps off the boat to go on like a, a relaxing swim and gets stung by a jellyfish. And <laughs> then like Erica's like, what? She's been stung by a jellyfish. I'll pee on her. And then she's like, no, Garcelle, you pee on her. There's probably some fetish shit. It was weird. Just something weird. <laughs> And then later, a few of everyone else, they're like, let's all get in the water, which I don't, I feel like if a friend of mine or just a co-worker of mine, whatever, they're all in the boat together. But if they like got in the water and within 30 seconds got stung by a jellyfish, I wouldn't be like, now's a good time to go get in the water, you know? But they do, all of them, except for, except for Sutton, who goes, well, I'm not going to be Natalie Wood today. 
And yeah, and then we just, Erica continues to, who knows? It's Again, this episode was very, I was just like, I'm just watching Erica Jane. It's a one woman show. And she did at least, there was entertainment. But then she goes into this whole monologue about where she grew up. And she's like, hey, you know where we grow up? It was an agricultural thing. You either work or you didn't get paid. And I was like, that's generally, <laughs> hey, Erica, I don't know how you and Tom were doing it for the past couple decades but actually the you work or don't get paid is kind of the normal resting state of I'd say a majority a majority a majority of us it's you you work or you don't get paid that's kind of how it works that's that's the point of it and she's like oh you know and there was no textiles and blah 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 and they just keep going the editors had fun this episode because it like kept doing like like fading in and out because that's probably how she felt and, uh, yeah, they, they like, have their getting ready scenes. Again, this, it's repetitive. I know I'm all over the place. It's I'm just being brave. <laughs> I'm just doing what Sarah Bareilles would have wanted me to do. But they're getting ready. And it's funny to me that they all FaceTime each other while getting ready in hotel rooms that I would assume are right next to each other or, like, maybe down the hall. And it's like, wouldn't you just get ready together? But... Maybe that's childish of me. But to me, that was always the most fun part. Like, that's sometimes the best part of, like, going out or doing a thing with your girlfriends or boyfriends. But it's, like, getting ready together. Like, the whole – you can make it a whole thing. You know, like, you have your, your like, getting ready playlist and, like, your all that stuff and some of the, the fun gossip and all that. Like, all those silly fun things. But I guess – I guess when you have a, a glam squad and a camera crew – in a hotel room, like, with you while you're trying to, like, with all the lighting and that stuff, maybe it's just too crowded. They're like, we can't fit two glam squads and the camera crew and us and all of our hair extensions and everything else. But so they're just calling from room to room. And, um, but Dorit does call Piquet. Piquet. Dorit. Who, I've, I haven't gotten to do enough of my Dorit this episode. I, I feel like it was a, uh, we were Dorit late this episode, but I liked that um, on the phone. She's like, Piquet was like, well, you know, I couldn't sleep last night, darling. And she's like, well, Baba, you weren't watching any of the shows that we watch together. Where are you? Because you'll be in trouble. And that was a terrible Dorit impression. <laughs> but again, and I think I did say this last time. Like, Dorit and Piquet are leaning heavy into that they watch shows together, but I love couples that have their shows. Like, those are the best couples, and I, I feel like Dorit and Piquet, for a lot of the fan base, it's like, you love them or hate them, and sorry, guys, I love them. Like, I just, they tickle me. I don't know what it is. I think they love to laugh together, and I just love the whole, like, you're not watching our shows behind my back. <laughs> and it's also because I've... I've been that <laughs> I'm in that couple I am that couple where it's like we have our shows and it's like don't you cheat on why can't I do a proper Dorit like I'm trying I can't there's too many voices <laughs> because Dorit when you when you've lived all around the world you can talk in any accent that you please it's me Dorit Dorit okay but just the, you aren't watching any of our shows are you and and now I'm like what are the shows I want to know I want them to do a podcast just about their shows that they watch. And I hope it's something like that you would not expect. 
What if like what if Dorit and PK just love watching Rick and Morty together? Like they just get down on like they're like Rick and Morty, like old seasons of Twenty Four. I'm just trying to think of very absurd things that you would. <laughs> I just want to know what their shows are, and I just love it. I think again, yeah, couples that watch show, that have their little shows make the best couples, and nine times out of ten, I do cheat with the shows I'll watch I'll be the one that breaks in the couple and I'll watch the show because I, I you know just sometimes I'm, I'm a late sleeper like a late night sleeper and an early morning riser so <laughs> best of both worlds not best of both worlds but usually it's me that breaks and I'm like I watched the episode without you sorry but I'll try to play it cool and like but I have a terrible poker face, but I'll try to play it cool and be like, oh, my gosh. So what just happened? Whoa. <laughs> like, when I watch the show. But but I, I know. I know that everyone else knows. And now and now everyone really knows because I just admitted it. Let's see. They then have to get ready for dinner. And we have to listen to Lisa Renna talk about. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, because she won't be at. Who's having a party? Garcelle is having a party um, for her birthday. And Lisa Renna won't make it, unfortunately, because she has to be at Harry Hamlin's premiere of Hot Zone Anthrax. And he's playing Tom Brokaw. Don't you remember? Tom Brokaw. But the whole thing is, it's like, oh, that's too bad because Denise is going to be there. And then we spent a good amount of time talking about Denise, which I don't mind. I, I would love... Hey, let's get Diana out of here. Let's get Denise back in. Even though I know Denise left on her own accord because she was treated so horrifically. We all remember Bravo, Bravo, fucking Bravo. But I would love Denise back. I want to see Denise. I want to see Aaron. I want to know what Aaron's thoughts were throughout the pandemic. I want to know what Aaron's thoughts are right now. But I would I would love to see Denise. But I, I don't even know. We didn't see her on the next week on The Real Housewives. Or I guess since it's Sutton. Next time on The Real Housewives. But yeah, so that's, I guess, that again, much ado about nothing this episode. And for a lot of it. Beverly Hills classically does that, though. So they're like, oh, well, there could be a conflict. Too bad you won't be there to see Denise. And she's like, well, I did text, you know. Oh, Garcelle. Well, I texted her. And you know what? All is good now. And then it cut to Garcelle in her confessional. And I was like, this is why she is MVP. And I hope you could hear that clap. I had to clap to to bring the point home. But in her confessional, she just like gets on her phone and is. I love that tapping sound, the little tapping of your fingernails to text something. But she texts, she texts Denise in her confessional and goes like, uh, so did Lisa talk to you? And Denise just goes, when? And I was like, I, I couldn't have loved Garcelle more. And I believe that top that she's wearing in her confessional looks. I mean, one, Garcelle is nonstop gorgeous. And I was looking at some pictures. I I always forget that Garcelle was like a real one. Like she's a real, she was a real actress. Like she played Denzel Washington's wife in something. I think it was in Flight. But gorgeous in the 90s, gorgeous now. But the top she's wearing, it's like this off the shoulder white top with a bit of like a corset effect in the middle. And I was like, this looks so familiar. And I realized it's the same one that JLo's wearing for like, at least a lot of the beginning of that quote documentary halftime that JLo again documentary I'll use I'm gonna use the word documentary very loosely I would say um self-produced propaganda 
And on the on the topic of JLo, but I could do this on a different podcast. Uh, have has anyone seen Ben Affleck? Like, are we all right? Is he? Should there be a wellness check? Because it's like they suddenly got married. She launched her own little network, and like, like I feel like I went from not being able to turn my head and not see him in like paparazzi pictures or just all over any sort of news to now I'm like, wait, where is he? But I'm seeing a lot of her. So as husband and wife, I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Um, But I just, I realized that, but I was just like that shirt, that top looks so familiar. So two, I've made two top connections this episode. I had a lot of I was having a lot of like fashion moments. I was I I was feeling very like almost like that's so Raven when she like goes into that like when she can see the future when it's like where is that like cause, like because Erica's top I was like I know this from somewhere and like <laughs> obviously I'm not seeing into the future but I think you get what I mean. I'm saying that I have like a powerful mind, a beautiful mind, if you will. But yeah, and then I mean they still put the they. They puck, push the book conversation towards Diana. Again, she avoids it like crazy. This time she avoids it because she says she's uncomfortable bragging. Okay, Diana. Okay, I'm allergic to stores, Diana. Okay, I say racist things all the time on Instagram and elsewhere, Diana. Okay, you're giving me nothing, Diana. And then... Furthermore, she says that Garcelle is the most unwelcoming. What? What? Diana, you're in trouble. You're out, girl. Bench Diana, put Denise Richards back in immediately. Put Carlton back in. I feel we did not give Carlton the chance she deserved. Or not that she, I don't think Carlton even wanted it, but I'm just saying. Carlton was a good housewife. Like, I think we could have done with another season. I would have loved to have seen a second season Carlton going way back again. And then Erica, <laughs> guess what? Erica Blackout Jane is still with us. <laughs> uh, this time she's like, oh, calamari. I'll have a piece of that. Pass the calamari down here. You know, when my son was younger, we used to say that this is chicken with a hole. So he wouldn't be afraid to eat it. And he would eat it. <laughs> and they're like, well, what about the part with the tentacles? And she's like, Chicken with a hole? It's chicken with a hole. It's me. Erica Jane. It's me, Roxy Hart. It's me, Roxy Hart, coming to you live from my ship, The Illegal. It's parked at the marina and fishing and stuff. You know. Anyways, Crystal, would Rob have a threesome? Just me. Just the pussies there. It's like, okay. (laughs) Crazy old Erica Jane. Then Dorit gives us the longest cheers ever to exist. They do do a beautiful toast for Lois, and that's wonderful. Uh, Lisa's mother, who had just passed, and I—that's it. Just—it's sad and it's sweet to have done that. Um, but yeah, it's like I. Then they go to get on the flight back home, and Diana doesn't let, like, she doesn't let Sutton sit with them. Because it's, it's Diana's private jet. And it's positioned in certain ways. But she's like, well, why don't we just sit the way that we were sitting before when we came here before? Like, you essentially did it. You can't sit with us. Like, very mean girls. And it's always interesting, especially with Beverly Hills, to see how, like, 
sadly, it's like money does rule all with these ladies or with a lot of these ladies. It's just like, oh, who's the richest? And Diana Jenkins, by far, extremely rich. I don't know what it's like to just get $260 million. I don't even know what a million dollars looks like. I don't even know how you would act. Like the idea that last episode, her assistant, because she sends a team of, she sends her team out the day before she travels to go like, vet out the room and refuses to sit with her. She has to always have her back against the wall where she can see the door. But last week, the assistants were like, oh, um, like they're setting up her dresses in the closet. And some of their long dresses, very gorgeous dresses. I'll, I'll give her that. I do. Diana dresses well. I mean, you would hope that she does with $260 million plus. I mean, she has more than that. That was just what she got in the divorce settlement. which she called the happiest divorce ever. And I'm like, yeah, fucking A right it was. (laughs) I would also call that my happiest divorce ever. (laughs) But but they authentically at this five-star resort, they were like, oh, can we actually hire the closet? We need to make the closets higher. And the verdict's out. I don't think they actually did that, but it's that level. It's very Miranda Priestly and the Devil Wears Prada, except for a criminal, for sure a criminal. (laughs) But yeah, they, um, so she doesn't let Sutton sit with her and (laughs) I love, (laughs) I love Sutton, (laughs) my Sutton going, well, then fine. I can't sit next to you. Then okay, meanie pants. You're meanie pants. And then she leans forwards toward, towards Garcelle. And I love Garcelle and Sutton's friendship. It's just, they seem so like, just for real, like ride or die. And just like, just so honest with each other and all that, but. But she like like Garcelle's like, well, just think, if you if you send her a gift basket from this trip, you do not need to put my name on it. And Sutton goes, oh, I will not be sending her a gift after this trip. And I love that Sutton is Sutton would be the type that sends like gifts and gift baskets as a thank you after the trips. So cute. Which is I love. Oh, but like Garcelle going, you don't don't put my name on that. And her going, you know what? No, I won't be sending her a gift basket. Mm-mm, not after this. Mm-mm. She's a meanie pants meanie pants it's oh and you know what it's always the pants with Sutton because <laughs> last season we had jealous of what your ugly leather pants <laughs> and now we have Diana you're a meanie pants <laughs> meanie pants I'll get my own plane next time <laughs> the spirit of Sutton just took me over <laughs> but I'll get my own plane next time I'll get my own plane next time and I bet she will I actually, I need to make a pilgrimage to Sutton's store. I can't imagine I could afford anything there ever, but I would just like to go see it. And I live close enough by. I should do that. I'll do it soon. And if I do, I'll document it. I will document it very well. And you know why I'll do that? I'll do it because I'm brave. (laughs) Like Sarah Bareilles. All right, well, so that's it for this episode, for this week's episode. I know it was all over the place, but I'm just telling you, watching that was a wild ride in and of itself. To try to take notes on just like the, it was truly just a a full hour of just shenanigans and like just, it just seemed like it was like drunkenness in different places at different times. Just like a lot of like drunkenness, nonsensical conversation and makeup and dresses and like that's all it was just over and over and over again (laughs) so that's it but yeah but so thanks for tuning in enjoy and hey you know what you be brave
Put a little half and half in that iced coffee of yours, all right? <laughs> all right, see you next week. Bye.